Welcome to Golden Gems with Dave Shaw and Bill Hansen. We review each week the career and personal life of one of the great unforgettable artists of the golden days of radio. So please join with us on a trip down memory lane as we take a look at today's artist. Then go to our website, www.goldengems.net, where we will also look at more of their career and play some of their most unforgettable great hits which we are unable to share on the podcast. We invite you to join us there also. But for now, sit back and relax as we talk about the life of today's unforgettable artist of the golden days of radio. Welcome to Golden Gems with Dave Sean, Bill Hansen. We are going to depart from our usual format of sharing the lives and careers of various artists from the golden days of radio in the 40s, 50s, and 60s for a few weeks, and play on our webcast, www.goldengems.net, some of their Christmas recordings, and tell here a bit about those Christmas carols. Following are the carols we played on the webcast. It Came Upon a Midnight Clear is an 1849 poem and Christmas carol written by Edmund Sears pastor of the Unitarian Church in Wayland, Massachusetts. In 1850, Sears' lyrics were set to Carol, a tune written for the poem the same year at his request by Richard Storrs Willis. This pairing remains the most popular in the United States, while in Commonwealth countries, the lyrics are set to Noel, a later adaptation by Arthur Sullivan from an English melody. My Favorite Things. This song is one of the most popular pieces from the famous musical, The Sound of Music. It's often sung as a Christmas song, though it does not mention the holiday, nor does the scene take place near winter. Jingle Bell Rock is an American popular Christmas song first released by Bobby Helms in 1957, after it was recorded in October that year. It has received frequent airplay in the United States during every Christmas season since then. Jingle Bell Rock was composed by Joseph Carlton Beale, 1900-1967, and James Ross Booth, 1917-1976. The Christmas Song, commonly subtitled Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire, or as it was originally subtitled, Merry Christmas to You, is a Christmas classic, written in 1945 by Robert Wells and Mel Torme. According to Torme, the song was written in July during a blistering hot summer. In an effort to stay cool by thinking cool, Christmas song was born. He said, I saw a spiral pad on Wells' piano with four lines written in pencil. They started, Chestnuts roasting, Jack Frost nipping, Yuletide carols, Folks dressed up like Eskimos. Bob didn't think he was writing a song lyric. He said he thought if he could immerse himself in winter, he could cool off. Forty minutes later, that song was written. Torme said, I wrote all the music and some of the lyrics. The Nat King Cole Trio first recorded the song in June 1946. At Cole's behest and over the objections of his label Capitol Records, a second recording was made in August utilizing a small string section, this version becoming a massive hit 
on both the pop and the R.B. charts. Cole again recorded the song in 1953, using the same arrangement with a full orchestra, arranged and conducted by Nelson Riddle. And once more in 1961, in a stereophonic version, with another full orchestra, arranged and conducted by Ralph Carmichael. Cole's 1961 version is generally regarded as definitive, and in 2004 was the most loved seasonal song with women aged 30 through 49, while the original 1946 recording was inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame in 1974. Ellen's song, or Ave Maria, was composed by Franz Schubert in 1825 as part of his Op 52, a setting of seven songs from Walter Scott's popular narrative poem, The Lady of the Lake, loosely translated into German. It is one of Schubert's most popular works. Beyond the song, as originally composed by Schubert, it is often performed and recorded by many singers under the title Ave Maria, the Latin name of the prayer Hail Mary, and also the opening words and refrain of Ellen's song, a song which is itself a prayer to the Virgin Mary, in musically simplified arrangements and with various lyrics that commonly differ from the original context of the poem. It was arranged in three versions for piano by Franz Liszt. A visit from St. Nicholas, more commonly known as The Night Before Christmas, is a poem first published anonymously in 1823 and later attributed to Clement Clark Moore, who claimed authorship in 1837. The poem has been called arguably the best-known verse ever written by an American. It is largely responsible for some of the conceptions of Santa Claus from the mid-19th century to today. It has had a massive effect on the history of Christmas gift-giving. Before the poem gained wide popularity, American ideas had varied considerably about St. Nicholas and other Christmastide visitors. A visit from St. Nicholas eventually was set to music and been recorded by many artists. Silent Night is a popular Christmas carol composed in 1818 by Franz Xaver Gruber to lyrics by Joseph Moore in the small town of Oberdorf, Bay Salzburg, Austria. It was declared an intangible cultural heritage by UNESCO in 2011. The song has been recorded by many singers across many music genres. The version sung by Bing Crosby in 1935 is the fourth best-selling single of all time. I'll Be Home for Christmas is a Christmas song written by the lyricist Kim Gannon and composer Walter Kent and recorded in 1943 by Bing Crosby, who scored a top ten hit with the song. Originally written to honor soldiers overseas who longed to be home at Christmas time, I'll Be Home for Christmas has since gone on to become a Christmas standard. Jingle Bells is one of the best-known and commonly sung American songs in the world. It was written by James Lord Pierpont, 1822-1893, through 1893, and published under the title One Horse Open Sleigh in the autumn of 1857. It has been claimed that it was originally written to be sung by a Sunday school choir or as a drinking song. Although it has no original connection to Christmas, 
It became associated with Christmas music and the holiday season in general decades after it was first performed by blackface minstrel performer Johnny Pell in Ordway Hall on September 16, 1857. Some area choirs adopted it as part of their repertoire in the 1860s and 1870s, and it was featured in a variety of parlor song and college anthologies in the 1880s. It was first recorded in 1889 on an Edison cylinder. This recording, believed to be the first Christmas record, is lost. The first Noel is a traditional English Christmas carol with Cornish origins, most likely from the early modern period, although possibly earlier. It's listed as number 682 in the Roud Folk Songs Index. Winter Wonderland is a song written in 1934 by Felix Bernard and lyricist Richard Bernhard Smith. Due to its seasonal theme, it is often regarded as a Christmas song in the Northern Hemisphere. Since its original recording by Richard Himber, it has been covered by over 200 different artists. The song's lyrics were about a couple's romance during the winter season. A later version of Winter Wonderland, which was printed in 1947, included a new children's lyric that transformed it from a romantic winter interlude to a seasonal song about playing in the snow. The snowman mentioned in the song's bridge was changed from a minister to a circus clown, and the promises the couple made in the final verse were replaced with lyrics about frolicking. Singers like Johnny Mathis connected both versions of the song, giving Winter Wonderland an additional verse and an additional chorus. Victor August Herbert, February 1, 1859 through May 26, 1924, was an American composer, cellist, and conductor of Irish ancestry and German training. Although Herbert enjoyed important careers as a cello soloist, and a conductor, he's best known for composing many successful operettas that premiered on Broadway from the 1890s to World War I. He was also prominent among the Tin Pan Alley composers and was later a founder of American Society of Composers, Authors, and Publishers, known as ASCAP. A prolific composer, Herbert produced two operas, a cantata, 43 operettas, incidental music to 10 plays, 31 compositions for orchestra, 9 band compositions, 9 cello compositions, 5 violin compositions with piano and orchestra, 22 piano compositions and numerous songs, choral compositions and orchestrations of works by other composers, among other music. O Holy Night, also known as Cantique de Noel, is a well-known Christmas carol composed by Adolf Adam in 1847 to the French poem Minuet Critines, Midnight Christians, by poet Placide Capo, 1808-1877. The carol reflects on the birth of Jesus as humanity's redemption. White Christmas Irving Berlin's early life was scarred by a profound loss. His only son died on Christmas 1928, making the holiday a time of grief. That pain made its way into his biggest hit, White Christmas, 
Written in 1942, in December 1942, Carl Sandburg wrote the following for the Chicago Times. We've learned to be a little sad and a little lonesome without being sickly about it. This feeling is caught in the song of a thousand jukeboxes and tunes whistled in streets and homes. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. When we sing that, we do not hate anybody. And there are things we love that we're going to have sometime if the brakes are not too bad against us. Way down under this latest hit of his, Irving Berlin catches us where we love peace. With a life that spanned more than a hundred years and a catalog that boasted over a thousand songs, Irving Berlin epitomized Jerome Kern's famous maxim that Irving Berlin has no place in American music. He is American music. Thanks for being with us today. We hope that if you haven't yet done so, you will go to www.goldengems.net and listen to these carols played there. And please tell your friends about both the webcast and this podcast. We would love to have them enjoy the Christmas music and spirit with us. We will be back next week with more of Christmas music from artists of the golden days of radio. Thanks for being with us today. We hope you're having as much enjoyment as we are, reliving some of the unforgettable memories of the golden days of radio. To learn more about the career of today's artists and listen to several of their greatest hits, we invite you to go to our website, www.goldengems.net. May we also encourage you to tell your friends about the show. We'd love to have them join us in these little trips down memory lane. And as always, we invite your feedback or comments on goldengemsradio at gmail.com. So until next episode, this is Dave and Bill heading back into the archives to dust off some more unforgettable memories to share with you on Golden Gems. 